Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is a weekday rant. I'm not generally one to criticize others in the real estate industry. There's clearly more than one way to make money in real estate. I'm not so arrogant to say that I've got the sole answer on how to do that. But late last week, I listened to a podcast hosted by a real estate investor who targets new real estate investors. He's got a large following and he's a great speaker. I've even been a guest on his show. But what I heard on his show this week shocked me, and I could not sit still and say nothing. This particular show was advocating a three-step process for new real estate investors. In that method, they're advocating a three-step buy, own, and cash flow process. In the first stage, you accumulate a large number of properties, and he's not advocating cash flow at this point. He's advocating just focusing on building net worth. You finance those properties with private money, focus on paying down the loan principal as fast as possible. In this podcast episode, the host gives an example of a portfolio of 20 properties that cost $50,000 each. They generate about $350 a month in net operating income, and if you put 100% of this towards loan payments, you can pay down the loan. The host then goes on to say you can finance the property on a five-year note, after which you'll own the properties free and clear. After you own the 20 properties, they'll generate $700 a month each, or $14,000 per month, for the entire portfolio. There's only one small problem with this approach. That is, the math doesn't add up. In fact, it's not even close. If you're borrowing funds at 8%, as he's advocating in the episode, the monthly debt service on a five-year amortization for $50,000 is $1,007, not $350. Across the portfolio of 20 properties, the owner is looking at a total negative cash flow of $13,140 a month for five years. That is, of course, assuming that none of these properties have any major issues. If a water heater dies, or a furnace needs replacing, or perhaps a leaky roof, you're looking at major periods of negative cash flow just to fund the maintenance. Forget about covering the debt service. He then went on to say that you don't need excess cash beyond your debt service. He said you can focus on cash flow later in your career, but not when you're just getting started. I actually listened to the episode three times just in case I missed something. This has to be the most insane and dangerous investment strategy on the planet. There are lots of great sources of information out there on real estate investing. If you're a rookie investor, make sure you engage a local accountant or attorney who specializes in real estate investing. They can help you with your due diligence. Join real estate investment clubs and ask the most experienced members of the club to review your numbers. This business unfortunately attracts people who will give you advice that is not always in your best interest. Unless you're really experienced, make sure you get advice from multiple sources, especially people who have no financial interest in the outcome of your project. If this rant has offended anyone, well, I'm actually not at all sorry. Life's too short to make fundamental mistakes that can quickly bankrupt a rookie investor who's lacking in cash reserves. Professional lenders require you to have a debt coverage ratio greater than one. That means by definition you're making positive cash flow as a precondition for the loan. If you are not making a profit, the lender is at risk of you defaulting on the loan, so they require you to make a profit. Why would a different set of rules apply to rookie investors than professional commercial investors? At the end of the day, the tenants don't care how much experience the property owner has. The water heater, the furnace, or the air conditioner isn't going to be more forgiving to the rookie investor when it reaches end of life and needs to be replaced. 
I sometimes hear about people making investments in properties like this, and it makes me very, very sad. I know the kind of pain that they will going to experience, and it's so avoidable with a bit of proper education. If you're contemplating an investment and someone shows you an investment analysis that looks great, make sure you have the ability to fully understand all the details of the financial model or get some help from someone who's an experienced investor. In the meantime, have an awesome day. Be very careful when you make investments. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.